Welcome to the Love Letters to Poe podcast. I'm Sarah Krokel-Smith, publisher and editor-in-chief, bringing you wonder and terror, romance and horror in this gothic fiction magazine. Each week, I'll be sharing a new gothic story or poem from the pages of Love Letters to Poe. You can find the original stories and poems, author interviews, your free copy of the magazine's inaugural issue, and much more at loveletterstopoe.com. Today's Gothic story is titled Temple, read by the author H.R. Owen. The story can be found in Volume 1, Issue 5 of Love Letters to Poe. I hope you enjoy this haunting tale. Temple by H.R. Owen She finds herself staring, unable to look away, even though her heart twists in her chest at the sight. Every part of the body before her is familiar. Playground scars memorized like Bible verses, freckles and errant hairs like stations of the cross. Light bleeds through the curtains as the world outside edges tentatively towards morning. A blade of fragile sun illuminating in gold each narrow curl of the hair on the pillow, finding soft bronze in the sweeping shoulders and rose quartz in the fullness of the lips. She sighs and turns to the figure standing beside her. I never thought it would be so colourful, she thinks. The figure's head tilts almost imperceptibly under the sweep of their hood. They heard her. Forget it, I'm being melodramatic. The universe has survived worse than this, I know. Staring a little longer, her fingers twitching as she fights the desire to reach out and touch. Such a simple want, something she'd taken for granted. The ability to touch whenever she'd wanted. Take whenever she'd needed. It had never eluded her before, but now... It was everything, all those tiny brushes of self against self, skin against skin, breath against lips. She closes her eyes. I should have told him. I should have... Whatever. You know all this. Tell me. Two syllables echo in her mind, sand in the wind but she can feel the need in them, the ancient loneliness. She chews her lip and frowns, crossing her arms over her chest with a shrug. The figure waits for her to speak. They won't hurry her. They don't know the meaning of the word. He's got this real funny way of talking, she thinks at last. Like you can... Practically hear him dotting the I's and crossing the T's, real precise. Shifting her weight, she considers this. Grey eyes watch her implacable, reminding her of a poem about horses in the hour before dawn dark. The horses had frightened her too. Bambi, she smiles. Big, brown Bambi eyes, like tar pits, they just pull you right in. 
Got a brain like a whip crack, and I swear he's got no idea how funny he is. Spits these jokes out totally deadpan, and then when you laugh, he jumps out of his skin and looks at you with this sweet, blushy smile that's all eyes more than mouth because he's so surprised. She looks up, grinning and flushed, falters, and falls silent. A century passes, or maybe only a minute. The person in grey moves, and she's surprised their skin doesn't rustle. The meaning is clear. It's time to go. I should have. She turns to look at the body on the bed, still hogging the covers, still warm. She closes her eyes against the sight, so familiar and yet so grotesquely wrong. I thought I had time, she whispers. The hand that closes round her wrist is altar stone cold. Everybody does. If you enjoyed this work of fiction, please show your love by leaving a review. Never miss another story or poem by visiting loveletterstopoe.com forward slash join. And if you want the party to continue, I invite you to Prince Prospero's Masquerade over at patreon.com forward slash love letters to Poe. Until next time, embrace what lurks in the shadows. You never know what gothic adventure lay within.